Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 845, quarter till 9. Tommy Tucker, WWL. LSU taking on Texas A&M, 11 a.m. Saturday. Our coverage starts early here. I'll give you more on that in a little bit. First, though, we want to welcome in Caroline Fenton, host of Locked on LSU. How you doing, Caroline? I am great, ready for a fun Thanksgiving holiday and some great LSU football this weekend. What is what is Thanksgiving like at Caroline Fenton's house? Do you visit family, friends? You got Friendsgiving? Do you cook? Do you order in? What What is that like? Do you have a shakaroni pizza? <laughs> I would love a shakaroni pizza. I would too, not actually. on for Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Um, big family get together, so uh, a good bit of my family lives in Memphis. So myself and my parents, my sister, all of our significant others, we head to Memphis for a big homemade family Thanksgiving dinner and uh, and leftover turkey in gumbo on Friday and Saturday for all the football games. Do you do any uh, cooking yourself, or do you uh, contribute anything? Bring the booze. What, do you, I, what is your part? I am the I do bring the booze. Absolutely. That is, that is a role that I feel very proud and confident you in. Should. Um, I am the, thank you. I bring the party. I like to think so. But I'm the official gumbo maker of the family. So that will be my, uh, my really? Thanksgiving night um, task is making a roux and making up the gumbo for, for Friday morning. And you put an okra in this gumbo or not? I am not oh, an thank okra God. in gumbo. Thank bowl. God. No, 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 no. That's, I don't Holy know. Trinity chicken sausage, and that's about it. That's the way you do it. See, you're, you're on yep. something. All right, let's talk about LSU. Um, Jaden Daniels, and I know here we're getting all revved up about it. Is You're in the media nationwide. Is that is it getting the buzz nationwide that I'm hoping it would? It is getting the buzz nationwide, and initially, maybe before the Alabama game, it felt like a lot of the buzz was probably concentrated toward Louisiana and LSU fans, and it, when I would bring it up in Nashville, uh, where I do sports talk radio, people would kind of brush it off like, okay, LSU graduate, okay, LSU homer, but I think even in a loss against Alabama, and then of course against Florida, those were the two games where, one, Jaden Daniels just absolutely went off, and two, did it in two major primetime games. I know Florida isn't the Florida that maybe we're used to, that this is a Florida team that might not even make a bowl game, but doing something like that, doing what Jaden Daniels did, 300 passing yards, 200 rushing yards, not something that any other player in the history of college football has ever done, doing that against a brand like Florida I think, and especially on, on primetime TV, I think paid dividends for the national media and for national college football fans to look at Jaden Daniels' Heisman campaign and say, okay, wait, maybe we overlooked this kid. Maybe what he is doing, something that not very many, if not any, players in the history of college football have ever done, maybe we should start paying attention to his Heisman campaign. Yeah, I was watching the game and I thought about you on Saturday night because you mentioned oh, well, that. Well, thank you. Well, you mentioned that Brian Thomas, <laughs> Malik Neighbors, we were talking about Bolitnikoff winner, and you said Malik, Na- uh, Bron- Malik Neighbors may not even be the best receiver on LSU's team. And that got me to watching Brian Thomas, and I thought you mm-hmm. might have a point there. 
Yeah, Brian Thomas has been absolutely unbelievable. And the fact that both Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas have gotten Bolitnikoff nods, both named semifinalists earlier this week, I think that's a testament. Because Malik Neighbors has gotten a, a good bit of the, the national publicity of being kind of that go-to guy. But don't make no mistake about it. There would be none of this offense without Brian Thomas's role in it. He is so good with the deep ball. He saw that 70-yard touchdown pass, first play of LSU's possession, 70 yards to the house to Brian Thomas. This is truly the Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson reincarnated here just a few weeks later, or a few years later, rather. Mm-hmm. Tell me about um, Texas A&M. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yeah, Texas A&M is a team that is truly a roller coaster this season. Five and seven last year, so preseason, I think a lot of people were thinking that Texas A&M was going to not just bounce back, but bounce back in a big way, possibly even make a run for the SEC West. Early on, they lose their starting quarterback, Connor Wigman. He injured his ankle, had to undergo surgery. He was out for the season. So back up Max Johnson, which is a name, of course, that's probably pretty familiar to LSU fans. Max Johnson was a starting quarterback when Miles Brennan went down in 2020 and 2021. He comes in and starts quarterbacking Texas A&M, but they struggled. They struggled away from Kyle Field. Texas A&M is currently on a 9 road game losing streak they have not won a game on the road since before they played Ole Miss in 2021 so they've really been struggling away from Kyle Field and with Max Johnson that was no different Jimbo Fisher gets fired uh, after putting up 50 points on Mississippi State their backup quarterback has been in and had uh, Jalen Robinson has been in and he's been solid but against Mississippi State and Abilene Christian this is going to be the toughest test if he is indeed going to be quarterback in Texas A&M Max Johnson's day-to-day I think he's probably hungry and wants to be able to play against his former team in LSU but right now Texas A&M is a team that doesn't really have an identity offensively but defensively this is the best team that LSU has faced so far 15th in the country Wait, say that again? The run this is the best defense that LSU has faced so far this season. Wow, okay. Yeah, 15th in the country against the run, 16th in the country against the pass. But again, like I mentioned, they're not very good on the road. Mm-hmm. I saw them give up 250 yards rushing at Tennessee. I saw them give up over 300 passing yards to Jalen Milrow earlier this season, and that was really before Jalen Milrow found his footing in the passing game. I saw them give up five passing touchdowns to Tyler Van Dyke at Miami earlier this season. So take those those defensive rankings with a grain of salt because it's really either boom or bust. Either this defense can completely shut you down in all phases, or it's almost like pick your poison. They'll either take away the pass like they did against Tennessee earlier this season, passing for only 100 yards, rushing for 250, or they'll take away the run from you and let you throw the ball all over the yard like they did against Alabama. Jason McClellan barely even rushed for 50 yards, but like I mentioned, Jalen Milrow threw for 350. So I think that this is going to be a Texas A&M defense 
that LSU is going to have to rely on the long ball and rely on the pass. The good thing is they can absolutely win games that way. Well, and and have and, and will, and hopefully another big, big day for Jaden Daniels. Let's talk about LSU's bowl yeah. um, opportunities here because there could be a scenario, a perfect football storm setting up in central Florida because the Saints play Tampa Bay on New Year's Eve and the Outback Bowl is New Year's Day. So if LSU goes to the – well, it's now the ReliaQuest Bowl – uh-huh. You could have the Saints and LSU playing like within hours in the same stadium, right? And if, if between Saints fans and LSU fans, they're probably going to burn that place down that <laughs> weekend. And just to add on New Year's more, Eve, on New Year's, New Year's Eve, Eve, nonetheless, yes. yeah. and and uh, to add maybe even a little bit more insult to injury, there are a lot of projections that have LSU playing Notre Dame in said bowl. So mm-hmm. there's. A lot of friction between those two fan bases, of course, big, Frank big Kelly leaving exactly. Notre Dame to come to LSU. So it, we could have a, a Saints game in Tampa Bay, an LSU bowl game against Notre Dame with their head coach's former stop. Um, a whole lot of chaos there. But as you know, I'm here for the chaos scenarios. Well, yes, absolutely. And creating when you can. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You think that ReliaQuest bowl thing is, is likely to happen? It is. I don't see a New Year's Six Bowl in this team's future just because of the field, because there's going to be one-loss teams that are left out of the college football playoff. There are enough two-loss teams in the SEC, so I think LSU loses out on a New Year's Six Bowl, but I have seen ReliaQuest be the, uh, the number one slated bowl for LSU in bowl projections. That would be an awesome football weekend, man. I'm telling you, New Year's Absolutely Eve. Absolutely would. Saints, Tampa Bay, Brian, and plus, who knows what's going on with their division race at that time, and, and then Brian Kelly playing Notre Dame. Hope Holy moly. Thank you, Caroline. I'll bring the fire extinguisher. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Have a Thanksgiving good one. to you as well. Caroline Fenton, host of Locked on LSU, 854 and a half. Traffic now, WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 